using talking and all that good stuff. And how you doing tonight or today in the United States? <laughs> I'm doing good. I feel like it's close to the end of the week, which is which is nice. Yeah, tomorrow is Friday, 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 Friday. I got to go to work. <laughs> I'm off all weekend and got a weekend of a little bit of potting and editing and catching up with work and everything. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I try and I've developed pretty good boundaries just with different jobs that I've done. So I've gotten really good at sort of end of the day, Friday, I shut shit down. Mm -hmm. I need day job, any of that stuff, I'm like, nope. <laughs> Leaving it there. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. So, so, um, like I said, I've been on your Twitter feed, you know, I always do my research on people, hold on, because I don't know what's been going on with this damn Amber Alert. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it been buzzing all day, but anyway, uh, <laughs> I've been checking out your, your stuff and everything and um, impressive, impressive, impressive. I, I, I see she has nice booty and, and titties. <laughs> That's generous. I definitely... Is it as generous? I, it, it is. Tits, yes. I'll own that. Ass, no. Mm. It's there. But you know, apparently you know how to arch it right. That's what it is. It's true. It's true. And it's it, when you have more ass than what I have, um, mm -hmm. I feel like that's probably not as painful as it is for some of us with less ass because you really kind of like, you really got to kind of accentuate that and then sort of mm -hmm. hold it. And uh, that can, after a while, get a, get a little tiring. But you got to do it. I, I definitely don't have the, uh, the, my ass is not what's bringing anybody in. So what's bringing them in is the titties. It's what's bringing them in. Yeah, that's usually well. Actually, ironically, I think eighty percent of the time, the first thing that people mention is my eyes. Um, which yes, you I do. I enjoy that. I'm like, oh, well done. That'll kind of you've got me at a at a sort of soft point if you go there instead <laughs> of just immediately to the boobs. <laughs> But yeah, then it's like you start here, which is nice, and then it does quickly move down. But that's to be expected. That's been my life sure. since I was like thirteen. Oh, so so, so you've been busted since thirteen? Yeah, hated it. Probably <laughs> till I was like probably till I was like in my twenties because I played sports. Um, oh, what sports you played? I played basketball which as a five foot two white girl in Vermont really wasn't going to get me very far. Um, <laughs> but I played soccer. Um, I played one year of softball and that was a hot mess. Um, but yeah, so in basketball, I, I, yeah, I definitely, it was 20s before I didn't mm. hate my boobs. It was like it's strapping true. these things down with two sports mm. bras. You, you didn't realize you had money makers. <laughs> no, definitely not. And you know, I mean, as a girl, when you're that age, you yeah. don't want to stand out. That is not your mission yeah. in life. Um, mm -hmm. And again, I was like pretty compact, so I'm like five two. Um, and so my nickname in high school um, 
was pocket porn. Uh, Hold on, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Hold on. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got to explain how you get the name pocket porn. <laughs> Again, because I'm like tiny. And then the guys used to just always say I had these like porn star boobs. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's, I don't even remember who started it, but yes, Pocket Porn um, was my nickname in high school. So people already knew, but the world eventually found out that they were looking at a future porn star in the making, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I guess they did know that the, the boobs were going to have a life of their own at some point. Most definitely, most definitely. So with that being said, hello, smokers. As y'all can see, I'm outside. Uh, I'll be inside eventually. So y'all need to see my ugly mug, BC, her pretty mug. How y'all doing? Welcome to the Smokers Lounge. And I am your host, Kevin the Seven Champ, a.k.a. The Porn Rap Star. Y'all know what to do. Find all my links with one link, allmylinks.com, backslash porn rap star. Four sponsors to tell you about the first being lsworld.com. Next up, being the hottest adult mag, eroticismmagazine.com. After that, we give you 90% profit plus a new place for consumers. For you to consume your triple S content. I'm talking about the one and only excitebunny.com. And last but not least, award winning and nominated. We're voiceover with this smut as well as they even have a VR section. That means you can use your Oculus and watch porn. I'm talking about blusherotica.com. We're a proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. So go to shop GWDistrict.com and buy some stuff. Why don't you? Also, five days a week in the mornings, go over to fullyswapradio.com and check me out. Talking to adult films finest, from producers to directors, talking about the business of porn, sexuality, and everything that goes with it. Also, check me out on skyhawkapplegardtv.com as well, the BGP LLC app. As you can see, I have a long-ass intro. Now, <laughs> with that being said, I'm going to sit back and let this gorgeous, big titted freaky, naughty, and 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 pique my curiosity when I looked at her. Introduce her gorgeous self. Hi there. I am Bentley. Bentley Bentega Lux, officially. Mm. Had to add that Lux, because I can't afford to be sued. Um, so we had to add that on the end. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. So how long have you been in the business? Not very long. Um, Probably, I would say, only about, like, really only, like, six months um, actively. Like, when, actively. The, when the switch flipped and I was like, all right, let me see if I can, like, do this. Okay. And what made you decide to do this? What put you in a position to do this? Um, well, I think I was headed there weirdly it was like self-help I guess kind of the best way to say it um, mm -hmm. I was married for 10 years mm -hmm. and it was not a good marriage it was kind of emotionally abusive I would say for sort of like the last six or seven years um mm -hmm. my ex is Jamaican and uh, oh damn and uh, oh, damn. He, he fell out a coconut tree and 
banged everything on the way down. And, um, you know, I, that sort of, you know, when you have someone that's a narcissist, effectively, yeah. their job is to kind of make you feel shitty about yourself. So that no matter what yeah, they it's do. It's kind of like, it's, it's kind of that Boondock episode, uh, the wolf, the wolf girl, whatever the hell it is, which every man she dated was just abusive as fuck. And they had the one dude that was like, you ain't shit. you never be shit. You ain't shit. Yeah. Go get me a sandwich, bitch. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, yeah, he was like that, huh? Yeah, well, and the sad part is it's always a lot sneakier than that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it's, it would be easy if that's how they started talking right off the bat. It tends to be more, you know, the gaslighting stuff of, like, I caught yeah. you doing something. But somehow mm-hmm. this is turned around and it's my fault and I'm the bad guy. And, mm-hmm. you know, so... After that, I think I was, you know, when someone is choosing to bang everything else, mm-hmm. you're, I was just sort of like, I went to therapy, did my thing, and then I think I had to figure out, like, for myself, okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm 40, I'm 41 now, like, mm-hmm. Is there any point, or should I put on the like old lady moo moo now, and like just, just <laughs> like just you know close up shop because there's mm-hmm. no hope. Um, and so it really was like putting pictures out. I think like the first thing I did was like on Kick mm-hmm. in like groups and like putting out a, putting out pictures because it was like nobody in there had any skin in the game. They could give a fuck who I was. So mm-hmm. I knew for the most part, any response I got was just was what it was. Um, but I needed to kind of figure out my self-confidence. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it just kind of went from there. And weirdly, it's been like self-help. It's been sort of learning how to realize that every stretch mark, every curve, every everything, they're people that will love it and yeah big girls make money in this business baby yeah. <laughs> i can tell you 50 years of experience oh excuse me over and, 20 years of experience yeah so that's sort of where it, it started it really was sort of like self-help and then i really enjoy the like creative side of it mm-hmm. um and it's just fun like to me it's just fun mm-hmm. like taking something or, or taking pictures or doing a video and then seeing what I have and going, all right, how do I put this together in a really cool but different way? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it was like, well, again, my ex is kind of a dick. dick. So, <laughs> you know, I have kids and he gives zero help. But I was like, you know, I mean, I'm putting the pictures and shit out there anyway. Mm-hmm. So, might as well see if I can like do it for real. See what happens. Okay, so then that's when you started building your own content and and doing filming. So I take it you probably was first started off with solo content. Yeah. Or did you jump into the boy girl? Um. Yeah. It was solo. Um. Anything sort of initially, I did some kind of boy-girl stuff, but it wasn't, um, 
typical say it, sounded, say it. It wasn't it, it very professionally done, <laughs> we'll say. Um, you know, mm -hmm. and yeah, I think the first like official kind of thing was uh, with Charles at mm -hmm. Blush Erotica. Mm -hmm. I pleasantly stumbled into that. I think I said something on Twitter about being mm -hmm. in Vermont and he sent me a message and was like, what? Cause he's in New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. and those, those of us way up here, like there ain't, there ain't nobody up here. So mm -hmm. when we realized we were like, I can drive over there in like mm -hmm. two and a half hours. I was like, wow. So he's been fantastic. Oh, no doubt. So you shot your first boy girl scene with Blush Erotica. Shouts out to the sponsors. How you doing, cinematographer? How you doing, brother? You know, well, uh, we haven't we haven't done a boy girl scene yet. I actually, which I really like because I like doing weird stuff, have been doing the the VR stuff. Okay. So I like kind of being so the VR, so you do work with a male talent or it's just with a dildo. It's um, with hopefully this isn't giving away any secrets. It's with a torso. Okay, I got right? you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Which which is probably the strangest thing. Um, yeah, probably the strangest thing I've ever done. I would say it's. It seemed like it seemed like that with the toy that all the girls was getting with the, which is not very fucking realistic of a fucking toy because some of us have a stomach. Damn it, everyone don't have a fucking six pack. <laughs> Yeah, no, and and trust me, skinny is not my vibe, and and that thing is like it's. I'm like this this little torso's waist is like this big around, <laughs> and I'm like, no, yeah. no, thank you, but but you make it work. <laughs> yeah, because I, I did see like a picture of a doggy style picture, so that's why I was asking about the boy girl. Did what you know? Uh, did you do anything with them on that end? Right? You know, Not yet with blush. I just was in Texas and did some content with actually kind of a friend of mine. Ironically, we met on Kick forever mm -hmm. ago. I'm not on Kick anymore, but we kind of kept in contact. Um, Mr. Can you handle this? Five. I don't know where the five came from. Um, but yeah, I, I went over to Texas and we filmed. That was like last weekend. God, last oh, weekend? so that was fresh that you had posted. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. So how do you feel to Oh, I lost you. I was I got you. I was, I was like, please don't let that be me. No, 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 That's no. All I was hoping. Because I got a phone call, so so now I can get set up. But anyway, no, but um, not because you had finally broke your quote unquote, you know, point cherry. Because um, I can see that dude actually shoots along the lines of as a professional. He had lights and probably a good camera. I could tell unless he was using a cell phone, which I despise cell phones. But that's just me. <laughs> so. So tell me about that shoot, your first boy-girl shoot. Even though, I mean, it wasn't with blush, um, mm -hmm. it's still your first time being in front of the camera. So it's, it's still a learning experience. Um, well, I had, 
So I had done one before. Um, okay. When I sort of first started, it just was a circumstance, I think, that um, it was a little, there was a little more friendship mm -hmm. slash kind of relationshipy stuff um, mm -hmm. that didn't really, you know, didn't really work out. And, and he kind of elected to request that any content we had done come down. Um, ah, you learned a valuable lesson in the game. But I go did. I very much did. Because, um, you know, you tag somebody on OnlyFans and they're your friend. And when they're not your friend. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like that. It'd be times. Trust me, it'd be times that. Um, so I said, this, this day and age is way crazier. Because... Like I said, when you're starting out and you're not working with actual pro talent, you do take the risk to run into shit like this because you have motherfuckers that don't do this for a living. They just doing it to get some pussy because it's fun to do with you. And then when they leave or they decide for some apparent reason, whether it's because his kids ain't been born yet or, <laughs> or they didn't gave their life to Christ, that now they want you to take down the content. <laughs> Yeah, you know and I saying? mean, you know, this, it, he's a content creator, and, and my thing is, regardless of the situation, I'm going to respect mm -hmm. what somebody wants. You know, I also don't want to have, I don't want to have content that's going to make somebody um, feel uncomfortable or, or anything like mm -hmm. that. You know, there's so many people. Um, in this industry and I kind of am like, you know, you can choose to be someone who's gonna not be supportive mm -hmm. of other people or or you can choose to be someone who's just kind of real focused on yourself. And to me, I'm like, hey, if it's, if it's something that you don't want up there, I'm gonna mm -hmm. respect that and kind of keep it moving. Um, well, I'm just gonna tell you this. <laughs> That's the between women and men, ladies and gentlemen, because a man, and not saying anything disparaging, because there's some women that probably think the same way. Motherfucker, you sign that paperwork, get the fuck over it. <laughs> <laughs> See, you, yeah. you, you a nice person. You a sweetheart. That's what I like about you. You a sweetheart. Because well, trust me, because you know, I've been in that position where someone wants me to take this shit down. Because uh -uh. yeah. no to me, there's no victim until you become the victim in this business. Because you signed that paperwork, you signed up for this. You know, but but I get where you're coming from. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Each I mean, I'm new to all of this mm -hmm. too, and I think, like anything, mm -hmm. you know, humans are humans. It's like high school. <laughs> all yeah. Is you know, I I really do want to just. I don't want to start any kind of weird thing. I'm I'm a person mm -hmm. that's always like I do my thing. I'm not team this, team that. I'm team everybody. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so I had done some, some, you know, boy, girl stuff. I had done um, a threesome. And then, like I said, it was just kind of, all right, we're going to start fresh a little bit, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is what it is. So um, this was good because it was someone that I'd known for a while. 
Mm-hmm. And um, I think in general, even if it's just friendship, when there's mm-hmm. any sort of, um, you know, actual kind of connection, friendship, relationship, it makes things just easier. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can kind of just have fun with it. Because, you know, I if you watch porn, if I watch porn, I don't want to be like, ah, she's working. Like, this is yeah. right now. Yeah. I mean, because one advantage is that one, y'all know each other, there was a liking, and y'all got to know each other, so y'all kind of was able to develop chemistry before y'all got in front of the camera anyway. You know, yeah. period. So, so yeah. that, that, you know what I'm saying, because that's one value to like doing was get to know the ladies before we work together, you know, the, Establish comfortability because I'm bringing you all the way here. You want to be able to trust me, don't you think? <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. That was, I so, mean, I, my, you know, a lot of people always kind of ask where, like, Bentley came mm-hmm. from. Um, and I remember I was kind of sitting there trying to think of, like, all right, well, what's something that everybody really wants, but definitely not everybody can have? Um, and I was like a Bentley but then sort of Mm. the other way I looked at it was like for me always Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say more than well sometimes more than the sex because let's face it sometimes Mm. that can be a little disappointing I enjoyed the the on ramp the build up to it yeah you know what I mean? And and like with mm-hmm. a Bentley, like most people, you're, you're not going to get a Bentley. But the idea, no. the idea of of getting in one is mm-hmm. enough to kind of sustain you and keep you wanting one. And so that was kind of the way I looked at it. Because for me, I like the idea of the tease, the flirt, mm-hmm. the, mm-hmm. the buildup. Mm-hmm. So when you can kind of have some sort of relationship, whether it's friendship, even if it's flirting and and it doesn't actually really mean anything, it, mm-hmm. it gives you that sort of build up feeling. Oh no, I understand that. So I got to ask you this, right? Mm-hmm. Now, of course you work, you're gonna be probably working with Blush, the pretty decent regularly because you're right up there. Um, nearby him or what have you, and everything. And two, I got to say, I got to give you probably you took pictures in the fucking snow, naked. Okay, <laughs> she's definitely yeah. from Vermont. <laughs> I mean, so now, like you see, everybody. I mean, says they're a snow bunny, and I'm like, uh, yeah, but she you're outside. She said, no, I'm a snow bunny for real. <laughs> yeah. Earn the title, earn it a little bit. There were frozen, there were real cold things that should not have been that cold, but we got it done. See, I have never, ever did a scene in the snow, and I don't think I would ever attempt to, because well, I'm good. Yeah, there's equipment issues with men in that in that respect that I, I respect. Hell yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. Now you test, ladies, if you go through. Suck his dick in the snow and see if you can pull something off. See, don't, I'm very competitive. So now in my head, I just went, huh. All right. But it's very difficult to convince a man, particularly a black man, to get into the yeah. snow. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We ain't used to that. So now with that being said, speaking about black men, uh, men in general. Now, as your career grow, grow, of course, you are one that's open to doing boy girl content. Of course, open to even working with others outside the circle, you know, yeah. because you because you because before you was finding your male talent through people you was fucking, people that you connected with or what have you. Now you were shot with Blush Rock, and now you're looking to advance your career. What do you take into account now when guys hit you up? They want to work with you. They want to do content trade. Um, in general, I'm always a person who the 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 approach is mm. is real important mm. to me. Um, I have no problem reaching out to someone either, but if you reach out, you know, doing it in sort of a respectful way mm -hmm. is kind of obviously important. Also, like I think one of the one of the things I've been kind of surprised by, mm -hmm. um is is the quite quite a few um and some of them are not you know they're i'm gonna, I'm gonna do the content creators content creators um here we go let's go let me take the hat off god dang it let's go um, <laughs> you know you send the thing and want to create content and i'm like you have 13 followers um like you know they don't they're not actually putting content anywhere, but even even some who kind of reach out and then are like, they want to do something, and I get the yeah, I'm just waiting on you to send me a plane ticket, and I'm like, mm -hmm. huh? We say what? Like <laughs> that's <laughs> bold. That's bold. I never heard of a dude tell a girl to send him a plane ticket. I always hear the girl say. And and the follow up of and you, you got the hotel right because I'm coming to you, and I'm like. Now 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 I I will say this I'm gonna say this all right. Um, I don't agree with a female now. If a female choose to do this, this is you. I'm just speaking to the ladies. I don't agree with them covering the travel now. Going half on the room or covering the room because he's definitely coming. I see no issue with that, but yeah. because nine times out of ten, if the man come, he's coming with he's coming with the equipment, not just the dick, you know. Period. So he come with the means for y'all to film. So I can see yeah. that. But yeah, it's I have no problem fella. going. I have no problem going half. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you know. Period. But here's but that, the, but that was like, I was like, this is like reverse pretty woman. I think you want me to just buy you at this point. I'm saying. <laughs> Well, you better give me dick or do all that. Is he gonna give you some dick after you take him out? I'm just saying. <laughs> right? And I was like, and then I mean, you do that, but then you wanna post it, you you wanna make money. And I'm going, wait a minute, hold on. I'm horrible at math, but this seems not in my favor. <laughs> but see, that goes back to ladies, it, it like this. Ladies must learn to work with pros. Yeah, work with even if he's not a straight up well known porn star, he has the cachet. Cause it's not even necessarily about the following. I tell females look at how he films, how he works, who he's working with, 
And how often do you see these guys shoot? Yeah. I started with, um, I actually started by looking at female content creators mm. and finding ones that I liked and then sort of seeing who they were working with. Um, I've been not a bad move. Lucky. Yeah, I mean, I've been <laughs> really lucky thus far and you know, there are ones that like Rizzy is amazing. Um, Friend of the show. She has, she's had no problem anytime I've like sent her a message and, and just kind of quickly ask, like, do you know who this is? Um, you know, we stumbled upon one time a, a catfish mm. who, was, who, was, <laughs> who was actually, because I, I asked, I was like, so do you make content? What's your content? And he sent me like a, a video. And I was like, hmm. Because, you know, Rizzy has some very distinctive tattoos. And I was like, yeah. So so I sent a message to Rizzy and she was like, God damn it. Sure enough, that was totally her, but that was not him. Um, wait, wait a second, wait a second. He used what a Rizzy video that he bought off of her OnlyFans. Yeah, I didn't, and I don't even know if it was a, or if it was just like a, one of those screenshot videos of like a Twitter clip or something. And, mm -hmm. you know, I've been lucky thus far about being able to sort of reach out mm -hmm. to people and just sort of check to see. Mm -hmm. Everybody thinks I'm kidding, but I'm like, I have no intention of being human trafficked. <laughs> <laughs> You say you, you, you can pimp yourself. Yes. I'd like, or, or stay at home. I'm fortunate in that this is not like a, I'm not financially dependent upon this. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, so if it's, well, I'm not sure. I, so maybe I'm not going to get on a plane and meet you somewhere. I'm okay in my PJs at home. Well, see, well, see I tell females, one, it's okay to have a nine to five. Or find other ways within the industry that you can make money to supplement to where you're not dependent upon just boy girl content or solo content or webcamming. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I don't want to be human trafficked. I do not want to be in a storage container somewhere on my way to like Thailand. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> <coughs> she says she's kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> I watched my, my other obsession mm. true crime in all its glory. I'm the person who will watch and listen to true crime yeah, podcasts true crime. to go to sleep. I'm fairly certain I can solve the Jean Benet Ramsey thing. At this point, I'm basically a detective. And uh so when I get stuff, I mm. I said uh, even when I went to Texas, I'm like, look, here's the thing. If somebody sends me something, I start from, you're a human trafficker, prove me wrong. Like, this is where I go. And so I'm like, they send me pictures, and I'm doing the reverse picture search. I've caught quite a few that way, where I'm like, so you say your name is Derek. See, that's what I drag. That's what I don't do in person. Because she would have been actually... Uh, I know you're a podcast, but are you a human trafficker? Are you a pimp? Are you pimping? 
Well, you pimping, sir? You look like a pimp. A girl's got to check. I've done, I've worked in sort of. Oh, no, I ain't mad at you because, no, you. Human human services for a long time. And and one of Mm. the jobs that I did, I did uh, training around human trafficking. And the trainer was this fantastic woman from, I think, like, Cleveland. And whenever she goes and does the trainings, the first thing she did was she would sit down. She would open the computer. Back then, it was, uh, remember Backpage? I don't think they have Backpage anymore. Nah, Backpage is, they, you know, they, man, they shut that down. I remember I the day they shut it down. It was the saddest day in all of sex work. I'm so old. Um, but she would open that up, and then she would go through for whatever city or state she was in, and she would go through and be like, so see this ad for a massage parlor where it says, mm-hmm. you know, new masseuse? That means mm-hmm. underage. And she would just go through, and you're sitting there like, what? And to mm-hmm. sort of show you, like, it's kind of everywhere. Now, I'm 41, and I think I'm probably outside the um, target area. Yeah. But still, head on a swivel is kind of how I look at it. <laughs> well, shit, I ain't managed. But not only that, also, you know, stories of girls going to cities and the dude flake and, and all that. You have to be, you know what I'm saying? You you have to be mindful because this is a business where where you can't have Wolves and sheep clothing, as they like to say, you know, period. Yeah, steep learning curve and sometimes yes. expensive learning curve. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, especially with that TTS now. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Very expensive. That's, that's when you know you're taking it serious. So now, um, with of course, with the boy-girl, um, porn has an extreme side or what have you. Plus, there's other bookings. That you might run across, what have you? Um, what's some of the things that you're into? Like, are you into anal? You look at the, are you into doing gangbangs? And it is because I do know that porn has became more extreme. The vanilla is mm-hmm. no longer the norm anymore. Yeah. So, so like, what are you into? I haven't shot any anal. I've had re- pre-marriage real life experience um and the again my ex is uh jamaican and Mm -hmm. uh there's a lot of really strong cultural feelings around that and that was not something that was acceptable um Mm -hmm. to do so i had done it sort of pre-marriage and then Mm -hmm. 10 years not and i (laughs) We're going to ease back into that a little bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so what about uh, so what about gangbangs? Uh, and, and, and you look at two do gangbangs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because for me, and, I kind of like the idea of uh, you're the center of attention <laughs> for, for lack oh, of a way of saying it. So, so, so for you, how many dudes would be the perfect gangbang for you? If you could plan your birthday gangbang. Um, I feel like that's a mathematical equation. Um, 
there's so many factors. Like you could say six, but then if all six can go like a half hour, <laughs> well, you are okay. in porn now, so if you ever do a game bank, it probably now that I tell you, you might be doing with porn stuff. <laughs> it's true. I, there's a mathematical equation. Um, I think I can't remember. I watched an episode you did, and now I'll forget the name. And she said four. And that, mm. I, and I remember, like I listened. I was like, you know what? That is kind of the perfect number. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know what it is about it, but four does seem like a good number, at least to begin with. Because mm -hmm. you yeah, don't want to be the asshole who taps out, and there's two guys left over there, like what the fuck? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because me, I couldn't. <laughs> I, I could be in a game bang, but it, the most could be a threesome. Because I just don't want to be sitting over there jerking off the whole time, waiting for my turn. Oh, part of the reason and the upside of. Um, doing this is again sort of post-marriage there's a bucket list there's a like mm -hmm. 10 years I have not gotten to do some of the things that I wanted to do so I hit my I like to call it my bucket 40 and uh, I'm like I'm gonna do all that shit real life happens and there's a whole lot of guys that talk a lot of shit yeah and I've had at least, like, sort of initially, like, at least three, three or four threesomes. Me, mm -hmm. I have uh, one of my friends, um, she's sort of in the lifestyle. That was sort of initially where we met. It was, like, on the SLS um, mm -hmm. app. And... <laughs> I always say lifestylers have the best. They, they that is the gateway to porn, ladies and gentlemen, being a lifestyler. But go ahead. <laughs> it is. Um, but I, the, some of the most awkward sexual experiences of my entire life, because guys will say at least twice when it came down to it, we discovered he had not, in fact, had a threesome before. <laughs> then and they don't teach you this in sex ed in high school mm -hmm. you're in this situation there's foreplay and then 30 seconds I mean I had two instances where it was like 30 seconds and then it's like the well fuck me what, like, this is one of the most awkward things. I'm sure it's totally uncomfortable and I feel horrible for him. But also, mm -hmm. then I'm sitting there like, all right. Am I, he's, he's going, just give me a minute. Just give me a minute. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and so the upside of, like, doing this, too, is you can, here's your bucket list of things you want to yeah. do. And you know it's somebody that's done it. Mm -hmm. You know it's somebody who can actually do it. Yeah, actually. Because, because <laughs> no, because it, it's being, speaking as a male talent at one time, we have to stay hard. That's our job. You I know, I used to tell, no, 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 I used to tell dudes, I, I still say to this day, it's okay to get Bluetooth, Bluetooth.com. Even though they're not a sponsor, I will always, what we call it? Go get the little pill or what have you, you know, period. 
because our job is to be hard. This is not, it like, this is how I always looked at it. They say me and you working together. I didn't meet you because I met your sex ass at the bar and I asked you for a dance on the dance floor. Right. I met you because I hit you up because we're fucking to make content for both our asses to make money. I met you because of business. You know, period. Just so happened, business involves me eating her pussy and fucking the shit out of her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so with that being said, to me, that was always my philosophy and thought process walking into any shoot, you know, hands down. That this is business. This is what we're doing. This is what we're here for. Get as much content as we can, you know. Plus, I can't just think about fucking you. No, no, no. I have to think about that camera in my face. Whether it's a tripod, whether it's a POV, or you got a straight-up cameraman. And I got to think about playing to the camera as a man. (laughs) I'm saying, I have full and complete respect for the men in this industry. Because I can fake a lot of shit. You can't fake a hard dick. So I'm all I'm like hands down, like they you guys have the hardest job out of all of this, for sure. That's no, because even to the point because even to the point, here's the other kicker. You can come quick, but you gotta get it back up. I never had that issue. My shit never go down. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing I love. Don't get it twisted. The, I didn't <laughs> never need the blue chew, but my thought process was this. I don't want to take any risks. Cause I might have came, you know what I'm saying? You might have came, you know, you and your lady had an argument or your man had an argument, you know, sad the, the, the night before and the morning before you left. And, mm-hmm. Man, I had to shoot on, on the on the day my mother passed. What the fuck? They can't tell me shit. For sure. It's like, you know, Mark McGuire, steroids in the in Major League <coughs> Baseball. Like, you can probably hit a home run without it, but you're going to hit a home run with it. <laughs> so, like, Pretty much got taken. Shit. Then we hit more home respect. runs after the steroids, if you notice, after they start ejecting. Hey, don't nobody bring that record too often. But no, but. But no, but I mean, but don't get it twisted like with you, of course, because you already were doing modeling. You kind of knew your angles and and how to move and work the camera yourself. Yeah, this is a really hard thing. Even the first time, you know, when I when I worked with Charles and his wife, Stacy, who, by the way, is amazing. Mm. Love her. Um, It was weird. Because I'm a person who. I I like to be in control. Mm-hmm. I've I've been doing all of my stuff. So in my mind, I'm like, don't you put that camera over there. <laughs> that is <laughs> that is that is not gonna be flattering. No, I don't you know, you you have to like let go of some control and and trust that that you know the person on the other side of that camera wants to make you look good. Oh, I'm sorry. You was working with one of the best. Exactly. And I'm not just saying he was a sponsor. No, seriously, he one of the best. I have to mm-hmm. give it to him. Be, be it that I was, I was a cameraman also. You know what I'm saying? 
because he, especially when it comes to BBWs, he 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 makes big women look special, you know. Period. It's just from the camera work and what have you, you know. So it's kind of like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was, and I think that was. I was definitely fortunate in in that respect because yeah, I'd done. I'd done everything myself. So, you know, you get to a point where you're sort of like, all right, when I do something yeah. for me, I'm like, and we turn and we lift and we go like this. And you know what I mean? Like, you've got the whole, like, take a breath, get to get them up there. Mm. Like, <laughs> you, you know, the whole routine. And suddenly mm. somebody's asking you to get in like a position that you have. And you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on. What's happening? And you mm. just have to really kind of give up that control. Control, yeah. Trust me, it's hard. It, in anything, in any part of this business, it's hard to give up control. Yeah. Especially when you used to do everything yourself. So with that being said, people, you know what time of the show it is. It's the time of the show where the pussies go dry, the dates go limp. Let's talk about the business. Now, this is the part of the show where it gets a little unsexy because we're going to talk business shit. Now, like she said, give up control. For the past couple of years, months, or what have you, she was doing this herself, of course, filming herself. But also, more importantly, whether she works with Blush or not, she's running her own shit. So, like you said, you did this to have money. Now, here's the other part. Because of the up and down this business, ain't you glad you got another size, another way of income? <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh, for fuck's sake, yes. Yes. You know, and I've listened to a bunch of your things, and, and, and I always listen to, you know, you have this advice of sort of the fetish thing. Yeah. And, again, I'm for, because there, so, there is so many. I went on. One of the other first things I did was like fat life. Mm -hmm. If anybody looked at my Google history, mm -hmm. I there's a chance I could be arrested and not understand. <laughs> like I'm looking up like Japanese mm -hmm. words. I mm -hmm. don't know what these words mean. And then images pop up and I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. oh, oh, oh my God. No, 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 no. Um, so so figuring out that piece of it and like mm. what kind of niche you want to go into can be a terrifying experience. See now, so this is what what this business has became, thanks to the OnlyFans, thanks to the content creator era. E the thing that men had to go through to get in this business now, y'all have to go through. We had to go in treating it as a corporation, a company, a business. Y'all have to do the same now. Mm -hmm. So because it was one point girls could eat off of just webcamming or just doing boy-girl content. Yeah. Maybe even solo to a certain extent. It, it, that was around only fans time with the solo. Right. But now you have to be more aware around it. To be able to make the money. I said because I'm saying this, this holds true. The female that does it all makes the most fucking money. You can't tell me otherwise. Because you mm -hmm. have more ways of making money within the industry. Or I don't give a damn. That's why I tell girls, no. Nine to five, I'm sorry. Healthcare employs porn stars, people. 
Just keep it 100. One of them nurses might be a porn star. <laughs> Your dentist might be a porn star this bitch. Just get 100. But anyway, I'm just saying. Yeah. It's, you, you got to have, it's, because the ups and downs, and plus the work you got to put in it behind the scenes, people don't realize. Mm-hmm. I think that what people really didn't get when they were jumping their asses in, in it during the pandemic. Yeah, for sure. And to me, it also having my career lets me have more, lets me have more control mm-hmm. because I don't have to do something. I don't have to to take this opportunity, even though maybe it's something I'm not really interested in doing. So I'm fortunate in that, like, I can really, and I'm still in that process of figuring out mm-hmm. what, what my brand is, like where, where I'm going to be able to kind of stand out. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't be able to do that if I didn't have a career outside of this. Mm-hmm. Cause then it's, then it's just about the grind and it's just about the hustle mm-hmm. and it's like, yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep. Sure. I'll do that. I'll do that. And then you mm-hmm. kind of have this, you don't have an identity other than just. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> other than see, just, see. Yep. Yeah, because you having a, a JLB enables you to not be so dependent upon porn so that now you can focus on quality over the quantity. You know, period. Yeah. You know, despite the fact only fans want to sit here and harass people to drop something every fucking week. Assholes. But anyway, the point <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It enables you to to look for the quality. Yeah. Because and- you're not needed. It's not necessarily needed. You feel me? Yeah. Go ahead. And just and decide what you're what you want your lane to be, mm-hmm. and have the opportunity to to say no to things that aren't going to fit that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If if you have a lane and you have this idea, you know, if I have an mm-hmm. idea of like what Bentley's going to be, mm-hmm. being able to stick to that. And not have to take something that's an out of left field just because I need mm. the money. Mm. Yes, that is the hardest conundrum. Is doing this business and not losing yourself in the process. <clears throat> you know, <Yeah>. period. <clears throat> because you have females that don't like anal but would do anal so they can get that extra money. You know, period, yeah. or would put this in a position of a game bang, but people don't realize it's a mental and physical aspect to our business. No one ever really talks about it too tough, you know, yeah. period. Because even to the point, like, let's keep it 100. When you went down to Texas, yeah, I, I don't know if you and him fucked off camera, ain't none of my damn business, but you can't sit and tell me that your mentality when he came to was different from us chilling. Oh, we're filming, yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's kind of like, so what, how do you get yourself mentally prepared for a shoot? Um, I think for me, I focus on the creative aspect of it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, Charles and I have talked a lot 
because I'm weird. For me, like music is a huge, like this massive kind of part of my life. I listen to music 24 seven um, in, in my office. It's like in the background, if I don't have to do other shit, I've got my AirPods in and I'm doing my work and I'm listening to music. And a lot of the stuff that I put out, it starts with music. I'll hear a song and I just kind of get like images in my mm. head. So when I shoot something, that's what I'm focused on. I have like an image in my head of sort of what, what I What kind want. of music do you like? Everything. I don't I don't do country. I just can't. You know, there's weird randoms like polka music nobody's fucking to polka music i mean there probably is but fuck now i've now i've completely alienated the polka music crowd um yeah people that can fuck the polka music it would be really fast i can't fuck the techno no 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 you can fuck the techno while you're bullshit but yeah, but that's real fast. That's some jackhammer. Yeah, that's when you see the girl like, fucking A, are you done yet? Like when it's just jackhammer. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time. I'm like, no, thank you. Um, but yeah, like hip hop, R&B music. Um, I love like, oh, especially like 90s. I'm, I'm like, I will sit and listen to New Edition all day. Uh, That's like, what R and B was R and B, right? Voice not men. fucking B, <laughs> fucking blues. Like not like nineties was my jam. Give me Tupac any day. Um, every like ev- why does everybody right now? Everybody's name starts with Lil. L yeah. in front of everybody. Why are you so Lil? But I don't get it. And they and they don't necessarily sound very different. There's some good songs, don't get me wrong. But like I'm more like new music for me is like Leon Bridges. I'm really mm. into Leon Bridges right now. Or like Aloe Black. Um mm. most of the new stuff I like I, is retro. Oh no, I I me, I I'm a little hard. I, I go on SoundCloud or oh, I find people that is new. Because, like, you're going to hear the establishment. I mean, don't get twisted the established people that I listen to, but it's kind of like, like you, I get bored with the established people. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, like, ladies like La Voice. Uh, I even got stuck on some cats from a cat from South Africa. Stop playing. He, I was like, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Plus, I do music so, myself. So, when I shoot, so, so my ear is different. When I shoot, that's that's where I go. Mm-hmm. is like broad concept what do I what do I want from it you know <laughs> what I mean I'm not mm-hmm. that's sort of what I'm thinking about I guess that's sort of the shift from like mm-hmm. everyday fuck to <laughs> job fuck. yeah you know what yeah I mean? because, 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 because you really can't even to the point like I used to hate when girls said they didn't want to kiss during the scene. I was like, huh? What? Really? You, you know, rev that's, the engine a little bit. Like, I need you know, the engine yeah. revved a so, little bit. I mean, if I had a choice to get my dick sucked or not, or, or not, or 
taking a kiss. I take the dick suck. I mean, it's just me, but I still would like a kiss on the scene because now, especially the scenes I used to do, I used to do role play scenes, so that was my shit. So, yeah, you know, I like telling a story before we fuck. <laughs> yeah, because there's a story within the fuck. It's true. That's something I definitely feel like I gotta work on. Mm. We'll say. Um, because even with, with the VR stuff, um, mm. what's weird is like I'm having a one-way conversation, so you have to kind of say the things you would say when you're having mm. sex. Only you, I'm not getting anything back from the torso. Mm. Like there's, there's no risk. I mean, but, but even if it was a male talent, he still couldn't say he couldn't even breathe. He had, he had to sit there. I couldn't imagine. <laughs> hey, that's right. So, I mean, he didn't have a male talent up there, or you just didn't feel like dealing with a male talent? No, uh, when I got there, there was, what did we name him? We gave him a name. I can't remember now. But, uh, no, just, just, just the torso. <laughs> okay. So, now I'm going you. He stayed hard some a lot longer than some guys. I've I mean, that's that's that's, that's yeah. his job. If if you break the torso, I'm I'm going to question. I, I don't want your pussy. I'm like, damn, she broke the deal. Though. <laughs> I did not. He maintained his general structure. I mean, oh god, did, did you did, did you ride did you ride the dick though? Did you ride the dick though? Well, I mean, you can't. You have to. I feel like if you don't, it doesn't look right. I mean, do you ride dick normally? Because I hear some BBW sit there talking about, I don't like to ride dick because some say they wait or what have you, you know, period. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I have a t-shirt. It's like one of my favorite shirts that's like, um, what is it? Like, my weight is none of your concern unless I'm sitting on your face. Or like, you know. I like that. Uh, it's like, yeah. And let's face it, again, I'm I'm I like some level of control. Mm-hmm. That's sort of the position where I can have some control. So I, when I can get that, I'm gonna take that. Yeah, sometimes and- you can probably ride dick and probably ride well. I like to think so. I haven't had any complaints. Plus, boobs. So let's see. Yeah, in the face. In, in yeah. that position, they're there. I'm not sure they know what's happening from the waist down. Oh, my goodness. Now, <laughs> let's get to this good question. Then we can get to some other fun stuff before we call this thing quits. All right. Now, you love BBC. You made that known on your uh, on your profile. Okay. Now, the question is, because you had some females that will only deal with BBC. Mm-hmm. Um, with you, you're kind of young in your career. And plus, I know you haven't posted too much of your adult content on your on your Twitter. You know, period. Which we'll get to in a second. Um, my question is, are you willing to work with men of other races? And if, and if not, why? Um, well, nobody ever believes me. So I, 
I kind of hate the hate the term BBC. I I instantly I do not in any way. I hate the whole Queen of Spades thing. Oh my god. Um my and again, let me recognize I'm a white person so you could take what the fuck I say and throw it out cuz <laughs> I think I will fully admit, like, nothing I say mm. is fucking law in any way. Like, acknowledge it. You can tell yeah. me to shut the fuck up. Um, I, my, so my degree is in advocacy and social justice. For okay. me, like, I know the history of the, the word I know that it was a derogatory mm-hmm. word. Mm-hmm. So for me, I uh, I don't feel comfortable with that term. Having said that, mm-hmm. who the fuck cares? Because I'm one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there are absolutely content creators. No, but but, but keep it one hundred. Let's keep it one hundred. Let's keep one hundred because I like where this conversation is going. See, she's gonna end up. We gonna end up going uh, about two hours, fuck it, well, and I ain't even at, mad. Yeah, at your disposal. <clears throat> it like this. I right. this how I look <clears throat> at at that the conversation when it comes to queens of spades, kings of spades. Um, one especially even especially well, first let's start with BBC. Mm-hmm. It is a of course, we know what the acronym is, but the point being is, is marketing. Yeah. And I hear this funny as fuck because one of the arguments I heard is you fetishizing black men. As a black man, I want to be fucking fetishized. That's the whole fucking point of why I'm doing this shit. <laughs> right? You can't make money if they don't want you, dog. And for me, it's like, uh, like uh, my, and I, <laughs> I've explained this before. I love black men mm. in all aspects. Like I said, my ex was black. Uh, uh, the obviously yeah, Jamaican. Like as black as you can get. I'm sorry, I'm saying this is a black man. <laughs> like my my first boyfriend in sixth grade. I found the. I'm in Vermont. There was one, there was one black kid in my school. Yep, mm-hmm. give me that one. Like, I'm just more comfortable with black men. Outside, mm-hmm. like, the dick is a fucking bonus and a half. <laughs> but, but for whatever reason, I've always just been more comfortable with black men. To me, they're mm-hmm. um, more confident. Mm-hmm. Just there's a general like masculine strength. They're more um, protective. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a whole lot of things. So it's not again like I told like I don't have an issue with the term like the BBC thing. I always just try to add. Like, it's a description. Like, it, what it is is it. But because because we want to say that. You know what I'm saying? Why I say that? Because what they were saying back in the 80s in porn, 
Suck my cock. Suck this big black cock. <laughs> Suck right. this cock. So then we're all used to <laughs> I always just add though, like, like I like everything about a black man. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, the dick fun. I'll take that all day. Mm-hmm. But in general, if I'm just hanging out, I will hands down go hang out with black guy. Mm-hmm. That's it's, it's the con like it's the confidence mm-hmm. thing for me. It's it's now it, it's like put it this way like to me this is how I look at it. If I fuck you and I can pregnant you, does that mean I was supposed to fuck you? <laughs> that that right. doesn't matter about the race. You get what I'm saying? I mean, I'm. It don't matter about no. the race. No. You know, period. And so to yeah. me, because even with me, it was like the only thing I haven't tapped is been Asian. Damn it! I'm waiting for the day I can get me one. I didn't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I went to NC State, damn it. Of course, I would go to Tapsu. I live in the white. State in no second. I think we're second whitest now. Hey, there we go, front. Second white BBW's got the big, got some bob ass pussy, baby. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna deny that. But yeah, the BBC is I, that one's more disgraceful. The Queen of Spades one is I'm very adamant about, like, nah. Nah. But see, but see, that, but see, but see, this is the thing because see me, I'm in the lifestyle BDSM. Okay. Once again, a BDSM turn got pulled into mainstream. And of course, mainstream is now PG. I'm not even gonna sit here and say woke, nah, because I rather for us to be fucking woke than huh. not. So cause we at least be woke on some shit. But the point I'm saying is we became PG. Mm-hmm. King of Spades and the Queen of Spades is a type slave in the BDSM world. They're one who is only willing to service, serve, and bow mm-hmm. to a black man or woman. You know what I'm saying? Hands down. That's what it's about. It's about an energy exchange. It's yeah. just they prefer a black person over any other race. It's no different than if a woman you prefer, I'd rather just be with a black man than a white man in any way because I'm attracted to black men more than I am to any other race. Boom. Yeah. You know, period. Yep. So to me, that's where I look at it. And I find it hypocritical and funny when, a, when black folk get mad about it. I'm like, it just said, we've been slaves for how, how long were we slaves? Well, you got white people sitting here saying they want to service you and be a slave to you and you're mad? <laughs> I want you to think about that. Ain't that the reparations? Yeah. Well, and again, for me, it's like, it's it's just the, for whatever reason, it's like, again. It's the word. It's the wording. Like, to me, knowing that that term, spade, was derogatory, when you add, like, queen, of it just makes me feel like it's putting me right away above that man. It, like, it's it's not even it's not even that though. That's the funny and part. I don't like that. Well, I feel you. No, no, I feel you coming from. You know what I'm saying? But again, I don't knock anybody. I don't knock anybody. Thought process. Like you know, period. Person. Yeah. White mm-hmm. person. So mm-hmm. again, 
fuck everything yeah. I say. Nah, nah, it, nah, say. nah. If you tell me it like this, if you if a female tell me you a queen of spades, I say thank you. You know what I'm saying? It, even even if you say you a BBC slut, thank you. Because at the end of the fucking day, understand what people gotta realize: interracial porn makes its money off of a black man being with a white woman. Yeah. They're just facts. If it, if you look at the commercials nowadays, come on, we know we know we know what it is. Yeah, I blame it. I blame K Diggs for all of this shit. <laughs> for most of my life, I blame K Diggs. Here's the thing: again, married is Jamaican man. Yeah. How Stella got her groove back is how the fuck this all started. You say you saw that. Said he saw that chocolate man. Said yes. Exactly. And he had the world's worst Jamaican accent. I mean, I've watched it since. I've watched it since and I was like, how the fuck did I? Like, he was like British Jamaican. I don't even know. But, like, I was the, I, with my ex, I heard the accent and I was like, and cancer off. But no, but see, but see, but, but here's the thing, though. If you might have a pay gift thrown your way and it's not even a black dude, would you, de- would you decline it? Or would you go through with it? I think it's the, I think it depends on the person, um, mm-hmm. because it, it re, I, I need, I need confidence. I need mm-hmm. like a vibe. In general, just who mm-hmm. I am, I have always vibed better with black men. Mm-hmm. And so, but. That's not to say, mm. you know, that there I couldn't get there with someone. Oh no, no, no! The reason why I ask this, you like this, reason why I ask this, because you have some women that, okay, they would shoot with a black man and get want to get paid more than they would be shot with a white dude, you know. Period. Um, meaning that they would never fuck a black dude off off set or what have you, you know. Period. <laughs> I hate the We want equality, damn it. You get paid less. No. If you got paid 500 for a white dude, you'll get paid 800 for me. Fuck you. It's so disrespectful. I but anyway, but no, nah, but. They're lost. They're lost. I don't get it. See, I lost where I was going with that. Um, Sorry. Probably my See, not nah, because you're. To be fair, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because you're your kid, your kid, she's throwing me off. I'm sorry, but um, <laughs> see, see, wait till we get asked the premium smoke room, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, it's going to be beautiful thing, four ninety nine a month. Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. So, but um, not because, like I said, um, you get put in positions, especially when you do pay gigs, where you may not have time to talk to the person. Uh, mm-hmm. you might be meeting for the first time, you know. Period. So now you got to develop chemistry within 20 30 minutes mm-hmm. you know you know so it depends to the level that you want to go now understand yeah. can you be a established porn star without working with the companies in this day and age yeah you just got to fuck the people that they book <laughs> yeah <laughs> test the equivalent so yeah so, so now with that being said i know you in beautiful vermont and um of course are you planning to, you know, go to any conventions, do any traveling? Um, because I know part of yeah. this involves that. I know. 
I am at a disadvantage. I feel like in general, I always see like, you know, all the creators, they'll post their schedule. Yeah. And sometimes I'll just comment like, fuck me. Vermont is never fucking listed. (laughs) At no point does anybody fucking like, side note, I'm going to be in Vermont. No, no, the fuck they don't. So I'm definitely at a disadvantage just in general. You know, like I said, Mm -hmm. single mom. Mm-hmm. in fucking Vermont um, so I'm not going to be able to produce uh, the mm-hmm. amount of content boy girl content that somebody else can mm-hmm. um, so that's why I'm so focused on trying to make what I can do unique and like make it kind of stand out because I'm not just going to be able to like you know take down every dick on the list. I'm kind of yeah. like... Ah. Well, but see, we'll see, we, which brings you to this point, because like I said, we we still in the segment. Uh, what other stuff outside of the boy-girl that you've been looking at? I know, you, of course, you do solo, um, which I'm pretty sure you make... How often do you film your solo content? Um, I, I mean, what I try and do is like, you know, when I have the time, when I'm in the mood, you've got the fucking wardrobe. I got the wardrobe change. I got to put the hair up and I just knock out as much shit as I can sometimes mm. to just sort of have have stuff set. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm bisexual. So like girl, girl stuff. Um, mm. And I guess Figuring out the fetish stuff. There's some weird shit. Weirdly, maybe somebody else gets this. The latest thing, and it's a it's a hard no, <laughs> hard no for me, is like uh, guys that like they want me to put needles in places where needles and shit should not be. Okay, um, they they. Okay, yeah, I, I know about that. That's on the BDSM shit. Yeah, that's pain shit. No, no, no. You know, you don't look like you don't look like the kind that would enjoy <laughs> needles. My, I have a friend, and she is a female dom, and she she had a guy came for a session. And that was his thing. Please stick some giant needle in my dick. She was telling me this. I live vicariously through her because there's shit I don't actually want to do, but I want to hear about it. Um, <laughs> and she was like, she's like, I, I, I did one. She, she literally said she did one. She freaked out and she just ran out. Like, just nope. And just ran out and left him there. And I was like, I get that. Well, there's motherfuckers of Prince Albert, so God bless you fellas. I didn't see one or two in my day. Right so. right down right down the right down the highway there. I don't get it. You uh, know? I, 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 I love my dick too much to pierce it, to cut it, to hurt it in any way, shape, form, or fashion. I appreciate <laughs> you know what I, I'd like to uh I sort of trademarked the term, you know, when you get the, the shit that I get 
in yeah. like DMs and stuff is crazy. I like to call it Jack in the Box talk. Mm. Um, sometimes you're just in the mood to like look at the picture. Fuck it, I'm gonna look at the picture. And I will say that like I do occasionally enjoy a good presentation. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I've had one where it was, it was a gentleman with like white thigh highs on, like thigh high fishnets and his dick was tied with a big pink bow. And I was like, interesting, not my thing, but I appreciate the effort. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you have to kind of appreciate people's stuff whatever their thing is yeah yes i like anybody who can sort of fly their freak flag proudly like just just let it rip it might not be my thing Mm -hmm. but good on you well all i have to say is (sighs) she said the name in the dick oh god it just Digs the yeah. lip quick, goddammit. Oh, so we got to pick that up before we shut it down. <laughs> oh, man. So, shoot. So, so with we, well, um, like I said, I know there's a Zaga to go coming up in New Jersey. Um, and, um, plus, like I said, you work with Blush. So, I'm pretty sure you, like I said, I'm very pretty sure you make the least New Jersey Zaga. They that far from you. It isn't that far from me. You're right. Yeah. Hopefully. Although I kind of, I'm like a person who likes to like, if I'm going to go somewhere because I can't get out that often. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to go something somewhere interesting. Like, Mm. like there's just spots that clearly I've learned that are sort of where people should be. Mm -hmm. Like Vegas. Arizona? Yeah. God damn. Man, yeah, Arizona been popping lately. I'm saying. I, let me see someone say, yeah, I'm going to Arizona to shoot. I'm like, when did Arizona get popping out this bitch? When, I know. When did Jesse get popping? I'm saying, that dang. Motherfuckers moving to Arizona and shit. <laughs> I know. Dry heat. That's all I know. It's like, isn't that where uh, old people go because the heat's dry? I, I know. don't know. I'm going to stay in <laughs> But yeah, so there's definitely spots that I'm like, fuck it. If I'm going to go, I'm going to go. New Jersey, I could drive to. All right. Yeah, see, Vegas. see, see. Nah, nah that, 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 that's a little bit more strategic, more money. Yeah. More planning. Fuck it, 40s. I told you. I hit 40 and I was like. No, nah, but I'm going to tell you what's funny. Hey, okay. I don't know if you know this. This is. Perfect timing for girls to break into the business at this age, honestly, especially on the BBW side. <clears throat> hey, here's the thing sex prior to it's very different for mm-hmm. me, anyway. Sex 40 mm-hmm. is very different than sex before because you really do. It's yeah. like a weird switch. You don't give a mm-hmm. fuck. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to do what mm-hmm. I want to do. You don't like it. That guy might. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> but see, but see, that's why a lot of the ladies that are very successful in the business is in their 40s. 
You know what I'm saying? Because see, you 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 when you hit the age of no shame no more, <laughs> life becomes better then because you just like, you know, who gives a fuck? Damn, the kids grown, they out the house. <laughs> Grandma and them don't even know what the internet is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, I mean, it really is. You, it, it takes a while. You know, people have always kind of asked me, like, oh, my God, you have kids. And I'm like, yeah. And eventually, hopefully in a while, like, they're going to grow up and they're going to have sex. And for me, when I was younger, there was no talk. Sex mm-hmm. was like that thing that was not, especially for girls, mm-hmm. it wasn't about what I wanted. It wasn't mm-hmm. about what was going to make me feel good. It was like, sex is something you do to make your boyfriend happy. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if I can shift that for my mm-hmm. kids, for anybody, where it's like, no, it's it, sex can be great. It can suck too. It can be a oh waste. yeah. It can be a waste of thirty seconds. Um, yeah, yeah that's the reality. But it it should be. It's it's just a part of life. That you know, I hate the fact too that you know there's a lot of conversations around how porn has messed up kids boys in particular Mm -hmm. you know there's Mm -hmm. that conversation around oh well they're seeing they're seeing this porn that's just aggressive and and sort of violent and they think that's what sex is (laughs) Um, Uh, this is all gonna say they they have (laughs) We have drill music, ladies and gentlemen. We have drill rap. Do do I need to do do I need to talk about the R the lack of R and B when it comes to the men? Um, they, we we can't be vulnerable. Um, um, the point that actually motherfuckers are buying is the shit where the girls are getting pounded for fifteen fucking minutes. And he then came quick. Um, yeah, it's 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 it's, it's nah. Yeah, I mean, it's I I watch I watch some, I see some shit, and I'm looking like, ain't no way she enjoys that right now. <laughs> but see, but see, it. but see, to me, yeah. that's it's to me that's I grew up on the sensual porn. I think we 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 ain't far apart in age bracket. So, mm-hmm. Cinemax After Dark, um, Young Lady Chadley, well, Emmanuel. Cat That's what I grew up on. Yeah. On HBO with the, yes. with the Bunny Ranch. Yes. Yes. Got the Air Force Amy. People, you always have your first question. One of the questions I always ask is, is if people remember the first porn that they saw. Oh, me. I, I remember my first one. Young Lady Chadley Part 1. Cinemax after dark. I stole, I stole, no, I'll never forget it. Now, the, 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 the porn that made me interested in porn was the, the Oriental Anal Express. And even had the pleasure of interviewing the female 
that had a crush on in the movie with the Indian girl. Stop it. That's fantastic. The first one I watched, I will say, traumatized me a little bit. Sleepover. I think I was like 13 and I was at a friend's house and her parents were gone. Hindsight, I really shouldn't have been there. Why my parents let me go there? I was like, there were no parents. She put in an OG VHS tape mm-hmm. and it was it was little people. And in general, it was already the first porn I'd ever seen. And then it was little people. And I was like, mm. it was too much. It was overload. Mm-hmm. It was overload. And then I think the other the other thing was in in my time, there was Ron Jeremy. Yeah, I see a couple of sheets. I remember sitting there and being like, I'm in no way, shape, or form attracted to Ron Jeremy. If this is what good sex is, and that's, I was like, mm, no, no, thank you. It was um, the A team. That's what it was. Mm. The A team. Ron Jeremy, the A team. It was like mm. all anal. And I just remember like looking and being like, he is not attractive. And so I found it fantastic that like now, like, God damn, I'll go through Twitter and be like, son of a bitch, look at him. Jesus, does he leave the gym? Like, does he live there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like, and then I look back and I'm like, I, at that time, you know, 15, 16, whatever. Yeah. I was like, well, shit, if, if in order to have good sex, I have Ron Jeremy, maybe it's not worth it. <laughs> and on that note, on that note, we're at the end of another wonderful episode. This was a good one, or what have you. And um, it's a lot we got to get. At. Yeah, we got to bring her back. So, with that being said, <laughs> I got to ask you, can I call you a smoke buddy? Absolutely. See, say no more. She'll be back here on the Smokers Lounge, and we're going to bring her on the premium smoke room. That's right, people. It gets more naughtier. It gets more crazier. It gets more unpredictable. It gets more wilder. And that's just the females. The conversation gets more spicier also. And you're not going to find out unless you go subscribe to the premium smoke room, $4.99 a month, for a premium podcast for you to enjoy the safe space for the porn stars. Yes, we have a lot of fucking fun on that song, bitch. You need to go ahead and subscribe now. And you can only watch it on Spotify. That's right, people. Spotify has fucking video. Do I need to say no more? That means you can listen to your music and come check me out on Spotify. Video. Who the fuck it? So go to the premium smoke room. And subscribe. And you might see her, you know, titty might pop out. She might put a popsicle in her mouth. You never know, you know, period. You know what I'm saying? But you won't know unless you subscribe to the best smoke. It's always the premium smoke. Subscribe to promo you smoke room. So with that being said, Miss Bentley, tell about where they can spend money on you. Um, OnlyFans at Bentley Bentega Lux. You can also find me on Twitter which is at Lux Bentley. 
Instagram at Lux Bentley B, I think. I'm on like my second Instagram at this point. They get real cranky um, on Instagram. But yeah, right now, OnlyFans, working on many vids, but you can find me there. I'll see. So y'all go spend that good money and she will be back because I know y'all love uh, following them on their journey and I already can tell just by the energy. And you know I'm a big proponent of energy that Y'all gonna be begging me to have her back a lot. I already see that coming because I love her personality. She pretty as fuck, pretty smile, pretty cleavage. Who knows? Scratch a premium smoke when we might see a titty. You never know. All right, with that being said, you know how we end these things every day, all day. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you haven't learned anything? Smoke this over. Say goodbye to everybody, baby. Bye. <laughs>